Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from wherever in the world that you are listening to this, uh, welcome. If you're new here, this is a, a video game podcast where we just talk about anything to do with video games. And if you're a regular, welcome back. Let's get into it. Today in the podcast, I am joined by, of course, Craig, the critical Nolan. Craig, how are you keeping? Hey, you doing, Darren? Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, Craig. And my own blood and brother, Andrew Wayne. Andrew, how are you keeping? Yeah, not too bad, Darren. Thanks for having me. Uh, always a pleasure. And it's me, your host, Darren Wade. I usually put that bit first, but I've forgotten this time. Uh, how are you guys keeping? Have you been uh, playing anything uh, fun at all recently? I don't know if I call it fun, and I only put five, ten minutes into it, but I'm just... I need something to occupy my mind until Rebirth comes out. That, yep. like I downloaded the director's edition, and this is partly because of that. Like, uh, let's what um, the state of play that PlayStation released, yeah. where like Kojima like gave us fifteen minutes of that. Like, oh, Death Stranding game. two, yeah. So yeah. I'm I've downloaded Death Stranding one, like the director's edition. And I'm deciding I might give that a go just for a few hours and see. I, uh, Graham, uh, our brother, uh, tried to get me to play that. He got me on the start of it at one point. And it looks amazing. Yeah. But I was like, it's... I mean, I enjoyed the first 10 minutes, but then I fell in the water and then the game was like, press L1 and R1 to try and settle myself. And I was like, this is shit. It's not fun, man. <laughs> like, it looks amazing. The concept's bonkers. It's all there, but it's just not like, I'm like, this isn't a fun, a fun game, you know? It's interesting. But yeah, I'm not enjoying myself. I, I, yeah, but like, I almost just want to see what kind of wackiness will unfold, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's Kojima. He's the most insane video game maker. Did you watch... Are the Kingdom Hearts people. Did you watch the, the trailer? And I... Excuse me. No, you're right. Kingdom Hearts is absolutely <laughs> batshit crazy. Uh, did you watch the 10-minute trailer, did you? Oh, yeah. I thought it was fantastically <laughs> crazy. Like, everyone in our group was like, is Kojima off his rocker? I'm like, he always was. Like, yeah, now you saw the two people. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, never, he was never okay. But it was really funny did you see this unexplained like talking character just the, attached the to your puppet. person this yeah, puppet that was I was weird. like that's so weird and interesting I'm like how could anyone not like that you yeah know? I mean and he's he's uh, we were talking about it myself Luke and Chris on the last episode we were talking about how it's the frame rate of that puppet is different to the rest of the game so he moves differently to everything else I'm like it's just so strange yeah. Kojima what will he think of next what about you Andrew you play, you're, you're usually playing games yeah <laughs> it's, it's one thing I do yeah um, yeah, neck deep in hell divers at the moment. Oh yeah, with all of the server trouble, have so, you been able to get online? Yeah, again? no. So the, uh, I have to say, like of all the games I've uh, been playing lately, I mean, like the devs on this one are going above and beyond. Uh, they're working nights and pulling shifts and everything. I kind of thing to... I saw a really nice uh, tweet. It was nice to see in this time of crunch and overworked uh, developers. But the the lead guy of um, whatever group does hell divers put out a tweet. Arrowhead. And was like, yeah, we're we're delaying um, the next patch. Because my team need to sleep. Yeah. And I was like, good. <laughs> I see, see it's all in the morning kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, 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 no, it is. It's brilliant. It's crazy how things have changed where that's the positive message these days. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Which yeah, is no, just Ten years ago, that wouldn't be acceptable. No. You couldn't just say that. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, it's like it's, um, yeah, the server issue was obviously major kind of thing because it's a, it's an all online game. So without, if no server working, no play the game kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But no, they came out with uh, a patch for it uh, for PC, and then they brought it a patch for PlayStation, and stuff started to work a little bit better. 
and they pulled out another one for PC, but to bring that one back because it was causing more issues it's, than it's worth. It's nice to get good news stuff like Power World. And I know you hate Power World, uh, Craig, but we were talking about how nice it was that for such a small group of people, it was such a successful game. And with Helldivers, like they've tried to increase the server capacity twice, and they just cannot keep up it's with gas, demand. They, I'm like, good for them. Well, have, I mean, that's a shit yeah, problem. Well, yeah, well, yeah, good I for them. It's successful. They said they had like they they planned for 250,000, um, and that's what their server capacity was. Mm-hmm. And then they jumped up to 360. Um, after just no one could get on and he said within five and a half minutes they'd already hit that 360 cap and now they're having to look at adding more and more servers to it now as well I've, I've looked at a few game things of it and I am keen to because we enjoyed playing Helldivers 1 yeah, multiplayer it, was fun. Yeah. it is everything the PS the, the, the original one was yeah. but so much more just in it's, like in, in 3D and a bit more modern I guess but I it's really like enjoyed it's, our it's our done it, the whole idea like communication with the squad kind of thing is fantastic in it because I mean you can tag out you don't need to have the voice chat on but like it's really easy to get into games with people like you, just from the moment you turn the game on 30 seconds after loading sc- after the title screen has popped up boots on the ground and you're there with a group of random people mm-hmm. all screaming at each other to try and you know not die horribly yeah but the friendly fire is still there as a you know duck to avoid turret fire yeah. oh yeah yeah no the, the new thing now is to try and hop up on the turret because it uh, turns that you don't get mowed down, but um, you have to you know, let people know. While you're it, you know. on a planet with your squad, can you run into another squad of... No, players? it is just your team of four Helldivers. Yeah, I don't like that. I think if they were I, going bigger, that's the first thing they should have done. Like a planet where like there's fucking 100 different squad members and they can link up and help each other out. Type it would thing. be amazing. It's still a small game though. I mean, a retail price is what, 40 or 50 40 quid? quid. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's not like, I mean, I know what, I know what you're getting at Craig. It would be amazing, but it's not yet. But that's AAA. the evolution that I want. <laughs> I, I didn't give a fuck about 3D. Yeah. Like, you know, I those think developers better not sleep tonight yeah. and make I, it. I think the problem with that is like the game is chaotic. Like if you have four people all with their own weapons, all trying to keep close I together. Know, and all, be even more chaotic. Wait, wait, when you start dropping the stratagems down as well, like with the, when you see the amount of stuff on screen at any one given time, like it goes from total absolute quiet and everyone's running around happy, jogging through the mists and stuff, to bug breach, and all of a sudden the entire screen is just enemies, and you're you can see the little blue light come down. Oh, there's a supply pod, and a red light lands beside. It goes, oh, that's an orbital drop. We're all we're all dead. Yeah, yeah. I saw it's, I saw a couple of clips with orbital drops in it, and and you, yeah, the voice chat was quite quite. It's funny. hilarious. It's great. Helldivers is a great COVID game. That was, was one of those. Really, really, really yeah, fun. just yeah. for for a couple of mates. I myself have become uh, Craig. Be proud of me. I have become a pro golfer. I spend my time uh, and my lunch break <laughs> at work when I'm working from home playing Switch Sports and. I can't get enough of golf. Cannot get enough of golf, man. It is. What <laughs> rank are you up to now? I am uh, a D plus. You just said you were a pro golfer. Yeah, well, I got onto the rank. D plus is not fucking pro. <laughs> no, well, I'm on. I'm I am a golfer. I was like, oh, look at this S rank guy over no, here. No, no, no. I'm on the I'm on the pro line. Do you know what I mean? I'm no longer amateur. They have me graded. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm improving my grade all the time. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Uh, no, it's such a relaxing game. I have. Uh, I mean, I finished. We all played the. Uh, the last thing I kind of played in any sort of real good enthusiasm was the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth demo, which was just great. Really, really yeah. good. I mm. couldn't, couldn't um, commend that enough. Uh, so much fun. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Or unless Final Fantasy VII is in either of your lists, guys. Because today's episode is all about the modern day games we wish we could play as kids. And I kind of put just one rule down for this. And it was basically that any game that came out after we were 18 years of age. Because I figure by the time we're 18, going into college, so we have a, maybe a bit less time for mm. games. For me, if you're even older than 12, it shouldn't be. <laughs> 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 like, that's when we were at our most innocent and yeah, loving yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. The mo- I mean, like, granted, when Final Fantasy Remake, the first one came out, I don't think... 
I think I had that childlike wonder again, but rarely do I get that. Yes, you know? mm. yeah, yeah. Between like the ages of 10, 11, yeah. 12, it was there for every game. You know? So I guess, yeah, that is the, the, <laughs> the rule is that once any game that came out post our 18th birthday uh, is in consideration for a game that we wish we could have had that game as it is uh, today when we were really, really young. Mm. In terms of something that we were You were something enjoyed. that came out when you were 17, don't you? That's why you put down this stupid rule. You used to use some bullshit game on your list. I, d- I don't. <laughs> I, can promise, I know you do. I can promise you I have no bullshit games on my list. I've got two very decent ones, I think. Uh, shall, I, shall I kick us off then? Yeah, go yeah, on. Go for it. Uh, I'll go for my kind of um, one which would be nice, but isn't the, the, the dream game I mm. wish uh, came up before I was 18. And my first one is I bring this up a lot on the podcast uh, as I just, it's, it is in my top games of all time Red Dead Redemption 2. Ooh, good choice. And purely be the reason I said this is for expo- exploration. Red mm. Dead Redemption Two. What? That only came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, came yeah. out after I was eighteen. Right. It's game. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mistook the rules in my head there a little bit. So, have you got some bullshit games? Are you trying to tell me, Greg? Now? No, 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 no. They, they all make perfect sense now. I'm just, I was so hyped up to get angry at you. I was like, oh my god, he did it. That's now the that bullshit I think game. About it, no, you didn't. No, no, I did. No, uh, modern game. And the reason I say this, I think I brought it up before. We were talking about old games and. Is the first memory I have of was playing Jeff Force Gemini, when our you know our friend Kieran mm. used to bring mm. the Nintendo sixty four Andrew and uh, he'd leave it with us for a while and there was days where you and Graham would have gone out to your mate's house whatever else and I was there and I would stick four controllers in do a four player multiplayer so I could pick the multiplayer levels and explore every nook and cranny of this level because I was but there is no four player in Jeff Force Gemini. Th- There's the old N sixty four one. It's Jeff four player. Yeah, yeah. There's only three characters in Jeff Force Gemini, so there's only. Three the, player max. The dog is dog. One. Yeah, there's the guy, the girl, and the dog. Oh, maybe it's a three there's player only game. Three. <laughs> maybe it was, the, but it was it was multiplayer at least because I remember we played. But there were only three. three okay, three players. Yeah. This guy which is, is very odd. I know realities. my Nintendo. Not get by him. Can't get anything by him. Um, <laughs> but I love the exploration side of things where I would just try the multiplayer maps, which were just square rooms with not a whole lot to do. But I I was at an age where I was like, give me. 100% of this game. Let mm. me explore every little bit of this game. And Red Dead Redemption 2, I think, as open world games go, is probably the, the most alive world I've ever experienced. Even games since. You mm. know, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, great game. What kind of stuff going on around the world, but nothing to the extent of Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. And in that game, there was so much stuff in that world that if you just played the main story and went through the main story, you there's so much you'd never experience. Mm-hmm. And I would just love, you know... 12 13 year old darren who had all the fucking time in the world to like hunt everything capture every bird collect every feather experience mm, yeah. every single uh, like the ghost train the ufo the devil in the cave all of these things that i have since i stopped playing red dead redemption to come across on you know forums or on reddit and things people oh i discovered this and i was like man i never just never had the time to explore that world and it's so alive like all the things that would have happened to you when you're out and about getting mugged getting whatever people attacking you and the the legendary monster or the legendary monsters the legendary animals that you could hunt and just the journal that had like to get a platinum on that game is ridiculous i'm not saying i would have ever gotten a platinum because one of the platinums is to survive like 15 bear attacks in a row or something stupid but the journal to get 100 percent in the journal is is it's a collectathon, and mm. I think thirteen-year-old me seeing that world and those graphics, and I was a big fan of westerns mm. at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have had uh, the hours, and I put enough hours into it now as a, as an adult. The hours I would have sunk into that game as a kid. Do you kid. think you could have platinumed it? Do you yeah. think your twelve-year-old 
version the 12 year old version of herself would be smart enough to understand all the complexities of the dialogue <laughs> and all the hints and things like that i think so and well see that's the thing as well because i wouldn't necessarily have had you i mean i guess not have the internet maybe i suppose so some of the things would have been pretty tough but the idea of having to survive 15 bear attacks in mm. a row uh, the modern day me is like what a waste of my time Mm. The th- 12 or 13 year old me is like challenge accepted <laughs> yeah, yeah. you I know I can survive 15 bear attacks and it would have been a thing that I would have tried over and over again you know late coming down for dinner mam's calling me loads but no mam I gotta survive 15 bear attacks in a row I ain't <laughs> coming down that's what summer holidays were I'm on yeah. the 11th yeah. attack I need to be yeah. here for this but it was and, and I think I as a young kid I was big into uh, not as big into narrative stuff narrative, narratively driven stuff as I am now but that story, which is a redemption story, like a true, yeah. more, more so even than John Morrison's, it's a true redemption story. I think I would have, as a kid, just been like, this is the greatest Western anything ever to have ever existed. Mm. And I would have gone mad for it. But yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 for sure would would be in my in my list. And gameplay wise, it's not up to a whole lot now, but um, in terms of the, the shooting and stuff in it, but like my simple 12 year old mind could have played that for, <laughs> I never gotten bored of the, the shooting. So Red Dead Redemption 2 is on my list for sure. Very good, yeah. Mm. Nice little, nice little. That's I could never put that on my list because twelve-year-old Craig would have been way too stupid to possibly complete that. Like you know, like <laughs> even when the characters are talking, I'd have to get my dad in and be like, "What are they talking about?" Like mm. I don't get this. You know? That's true. I mean, it is ad- it is quite ad- it's adult themes mm. for sure, and I'm say- I'd, I'd say a lot of it would have gone over my twelve-year-old brain, mm-hmm. but the gameplay and the and, and it's the yeah, world. So it's the, the objectives have icons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get like a red dot on the map that I have yeah, to yeah. shoot. I've got this, but it's it's the it's the traversal. It's getting from A to B in that world would have just blown my little brain um, to pieces in terms of just how detailed it is. And I think what you say as well, like when you mentioned the likes of Horizon and stuff like that, they are beautiful worlds. But the difference is, Red Dead is a living world. Yeah. The most, Every, the most lived in worlds. Th- no ever. matter where you go, there's always, well, there may not be people living in this swamp kind of thing, but I mean, there's so much to explore and come across and there's always life everywhere. So people need help. There's like things to hunt, you know, pelts to get. It's just nonstop. There's yeah. never, a, there's never, I mean, and in the moments there were to just take a breath, you were usually just surrounded by amazing scenery and stuff yeah, like I that. Even that thing, when, what, was the, what was the main city in that one? Um, the main town? Uh, the, the, the Armadillo, the one you started in? No, 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 the, the one... Yeah, after Blackwater. Yes, like that. You walk around there. I mean, there's people everywhere. There's like the whole thing feels like an actual western. That's another thing in terms of of yeah. Yeah. Watching (laughs) the old westerns, the saloon fights. And I love how the set of Red Dead Redemption 2 starts off with you fighting a dude in a saloon, and it's the whole almost like draw your gun out on the, you know, the like all the saloons and shops and stalls are either side of you on a straight road, and it's like a oh a duel with this guy and. You, know, you have to pull that, all that kind of stuff yeah, would have yeah. just been like this is the so, perfect western game and ever. then you accidentally shoot herbert moon yeah i'm herbert moon <laughs> yeah of course um andrew we'll go next to you what about you what's what's one of your lists that you wish little andrew could have uh, experienced uh, little andrew had all the time in the world and i think you'd appreciate this one as well um final fantasy 14 uh i mean that's that's my number that's the other one on my list oh, <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that, that is i mean you need all the time in the world to play that game. I mean, that's yeah. what retirement is for, you know. Well, that is true, I mean, and as as you've mentioned before, Darren, like like hope VR comes out when I retire and I can play that world just disappear. If my the... body is old and haggard and it's hard to do anything, just hook me up to um, Eorzea for the rest of my days yeah. until I kick it. Is essentially all I'd want. I will live in here. Thank you very yeah, much. I'll play this. triple triad. Yeah. I will fight the monsters. I will do the quest. But no, a fantastic. It was my number one on my list, actually. Yeah, no, it's just like there's that. It was 
pretty much tied with the other one I was going to say as well. But I mean, like that's you would need and like that as well. You need when we were younger, we had friends all around you know, who were also very free with their time as well. Like that's a game you'd play with people for a large amount of time. Like now, we don't have the between work and everything else. It's just. I, I turned it on recently. Uh, it was before the guys got into Diablo 4 when that came out. And we were all hedging our bets about what would be a good multiplayer game to play. And I'd put it out there about maybe hitting up mm. Realm Reborn again, Final Fantasy 14. And you were quite keen at the time, Crape. You're like, oh, I'll wait to see if we get a couple of numbers. So I bashed it back on again for the first time in like maybe two years. And it, it's funny. It's a, game, a wasted opportunity. I didn't touch it during COVID, which I absolutely should have because it yeah, loads yeah. of time during COVID. But... Um, Turn it back on, and just the amount of stuff on my screen was just as a 32-year-old man, I was like, well, this is overwhelming. But little me could have oh, played the absolute. Could have read through all of those pop-ups, kind of going, yeah, yeah, I'm taking all that in, yeah, I see all that, yeah, yeah I can do and that. And it's, it's the online aspect. My first uh, experience with online games was Halo on Xbox Live, and it was great going to Kev or Luke's house on a Friday, and then going up and asking their mom or dad that they're going to turn on the internet so <laughs> the phones are off you know you can't you can't make phone calls or whatever and uh we'd log in and they'd put give me the headset and give me the controller and i'd play and i'd be talking to people from i would think it was mostly ireland and uk i don't think there was too many other countries involved at, the, at that stage but i thought it was the most magnificent thing in the world to be like look where video games are yeah. and i think it, i never got into online games i think i started playing them really when it came to ps3 which is not that long ago like when guys were playing like Kevin Luke have been on you know they're quite good at being on forums and in communities online and stuff like that I was never good at that I never got into that but even when we were younger I mean we always had the PlayStation we never really had a, a PC at home or even a laptop but it was just like dad's work laptop yeah it was the only thing we had access could to he, could he call in the money's in work if he could bring it home so I could update my top 16 <laughs> on Bebo on what phone <laughs> <laughs> on, on the landline you're on the internet yeah on the landline yeah, yeah. Um, no a, f- a fine choice and I think with that game what was special about it was the community mm. like uh, big uh, MMORPGs you think of um, World of Warcraft which I'm sure is fine or big online games like League of Legends where the where the fan base is just so so toxic Um one of my favorite memories from that game is disappearing. I went on the trip for like two years, lived in New Zealand or whatever else, and came back. I didn't play any video games really for about two and a bit years, came back and uh, logged on to my old profile. And at that point, I played it a lot. Before 2016, I played it a lot and had a guild, was in a guild with loads of strangers. And they were all lovely people, invited me into their house and the house helped me get a stables, get the chocobo. And I was really moving up in the mm. game. Uh, and helped me with all the quests that I needed to, helped me make weapons and armor and things. And I disappeared for two years. And I logged back on, and no sooner had I logged back on that I got a little notification, a little envelope. And it was one of them being like, oh, Riri, I think was my character's name. It's like, you okay? Like, is everything all right? We haven't heard from you in ages. And I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> hello. And I was like, oh, we thought something might have happened to you. And I was like, no, I just, just went traveling. And I was like, well, it's great to have you back. And I was like, this. This, is <laughs> this was me, and I had fucking a million hours a week, like when yeah. I was 12. So yeah, no, that, that yeah. The more work you say about that game, it's just. And as a Final Fantasy fan, playing through the likes of, I think by this time we all we got onto that, we had mm. seven, eight, nine, and ten. I mean, I know it's Final Fantasy fourteen. I hadn't really played thirteen by the time that came out, but it had all of the best bits of Final Fantasy in it. You know, like I mean, we played up to ten. It had the triple triad, the golden saucer, um, Chocobo racing, all these kind of bits and pieces. Every so, little mini game up until I think yeah. it just was in there somewhere. So as a Final Fantasy fan, there was just so much to explore, and you could get lost to the likes of the triple triad game. 
and that's what I mean now. And now I turn it on. I might have like two hours before I go to bed because I get tired now. I'm old, and I would go and I'm like, oh, I could play triple triad for two hours, and that's all I get to do. And that's I don't I don't I don't do anything else in the <laughs> game. And there's a million and one things to do in that game. Uh, I'll come back to it though. I'll come back to it. Craig, what about you? Um, I don't know. Just because when you're so young and you really want like I pl- as a gamer, I pl- probably played Goldeneye more than any other with my friends like that was their like multiplayer game everyone be knocking on my door because everyone's into first person shooters and the idea of playing it split screen with your friends is just incredible so people would constantly knock on my door and we'd be up playing on my n64 four little plastic chairs in the room and we'd be going at it yeah. like you know and just having the best time ever so i'm thinking if we had call of duty Warzone, you know with the battle royale map like yeah. when, that, when that first came out like i mean you talk about covid that's all we were other than monster hunter and like final fantasy and stuff but we were playing so much Warzone. yeah and the idea of being 10 years old when i was massively into guns and first person shooters and getting everything and wanting everything to be realistic or being able to talk with your friends just the very idea of being able to do that would have just consumed my entire like summer holidays like yeah. you know if yeah. i had like three friends who we could just put on a headset talk to each other there's no way we would have done anything else for the entirety of the summer the replay value with the mind of a child i've been playing that 24 7 like and even even now as a person in my um in my 30s or whatever else like the replayable value of that and and, and what it does to your brain like upgrading the guns and wanting to get better yeah and you're at an age where you could actually be good yeah (laughs) that's what i mean like you 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 step into it because we we went back to that after like you know a year after covid whatever i hopped back in and i was like nope no No. people got people got really (laughs) good at this game and i'm not whereas yeah you're right as a kid just the time you could have pumped into that and and, and not only really that, but, but with your group of your squad, with your three friends, and yeah. all four of you are fucking awesome at the game. Mm. You'd be winning games constantly, and just that triumph, yeah. you know, just like we beat people in America, we beat people in Canada, just be able to say those type of things, yeah. like in the schoolyard, like on Monday, just be like, oh my God, we destroyed them. Yeah. Teachers trying to talk to us somewhere, just fucking coming up with like crazy <laughs> theories of like how we could like get within the circle faster and stuff like yeah. that. Like just that concept, especially had- like that movie Battle Royale, which is another movie I loved. But if I had seen that movie, then I'd have immediately wanted a version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the ultimate version, way better than even that movie. Like, you know, this is the absolute chip. Like, you know, it's a real city with so many different locations, guns, everything. And I'm just like, man, I can't appreciate this being in my 30s. But if I was 10 years old, 11 years old, that would be the greatest thing, uh, experience of my entire life. Yeah. And and, and like like that, to, to be... Th- those games are so much fun when you're. I mean, I I've won a handful in the time that we spent playing Warzone. I yeah. won. I probably could count it on two hands the amount of times I actually won. Whereas if you were a kid and you were bossing it, with, and like it's 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 me and it's Luke and it's Kev and it's you, it, it, the same guys every night after school they finish your homework or like you said every night during the summer holidays and you're hopping on and just be just be absolutely destroying the competition yeah. like getting really good each is having you like you know i know for a fact that kev would have been the sniper you know mm. and we would he would have been taking positions up on rooftops and us you know all the all the, the proper little army talk about getting around levels and so, it would have been immense yeah. it would have been so immense <laughs> all we'd be doing is yelling your mom's bitch <laughs> <laughs> like, all that stuff we hate about the game like that's all we what have, have we the, become like, yeah. brain capacity to yeah. say like yeah. it's like who's this like loser on the other yeah, end well this guy's such a terrible player like oh yeah absolutely but having yeah. a great time doing yeah. it like you yeah. know, egging each other on to just insult other people and that's know? that's another thing don't as well. do that but it would be great yeah <laughs> yeah and like that's the thing as well the um what you call it when you're close by a oh, voice proximity chat mm-hmm. that as a concept would have blown my mind as a kid to say you mean when i get close 
to a player in the game, I can hear what they're saying on their microphone. That is outrageous. Like that kind of stuff would have blown mm. my mind. I didn't even kid. experience that in Call of Duty. It was always we were just in the voice chats. So, we so we, yeah, so yeah, we never went into the game chat. But when me and Kev played it there recently uh, with Aiden, his brother, uh, they got onto it for a little while. I'm like, I'll oh, hop on for a few games. We went into the actual game chat as opposed to the PlayStation chat, yeah, yeah. and that um, was a bit different. Yeah, it mm. is a bit different, and it's like it's a bit the quality's worse than the PlayStation chat. But yes. you could the the and like the death things when you kill someone and they're cursing you to death <laughs> and then they get yeah, cut off cut that's out. it like you know are you mother you know they're gone like you know that kind of stuff yeah. was just so you appreciate funny. that as well as a kid too yeah, like, yeah. this guy who's trying to give me shit <laughs> yeah oh yeah i wrecked him yeah uh, college Duty. i have like a list of kind of like um ones that i would have thought like not the main ones but like college Duty modern warfare i wouldn't was one of my first ones that I wrote down on paper to be like yeah. as a kid with time on my hands wanting to get good at a game the battle royale system of Last Man Standing mm. is just as it's unprecedentedly cool, you know. Yeah. And it'll only get better and better until like we have these massive online tournaments where everyone's actually live in the same city at the same time. Yeah. None of this like, oh, you win five games, you win the tournaments. No, let's have everyone in the one game. Like, let's get it. that shit going. You know, I don't know if they've done that yet, but all the tournaments I've ever seen have not had that. And they had like, a couple oh, of man. games like playing side by side or whatever. Yeah, not had everybody in the one. Oh man, it was great, and that's what I mean. It's it's. Games like that. Because I'd watch a movie of that. In fact, i just watch... If someone just recorded any <laughs> random footage, I would just watch the shit out of it. Like, and you could switch team with yeah. a button. Like, yeah. oh, that's fucking amazing. There's loads of uh, content creators that I that I was watching. Like, Stone Mountain 64 for a while was oh, playing yeah. a lot of He introduced me to, like, PUBG. And yeah. I was like, yeah. this is fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. So him and, like, um, uh, is a doctor... Disrespect, who is kind of hilarious in his own right, but watching them play it in tournaments and that idea that, like, whoever was in charge of the stream would be switching between the teammates as they're rocking through a place. And I was like, God damn it. So, but like, I, I'm never going to be at that level. I don't have the time oh, no, to be at that level. We were 11, 12, oh, Stone absolutely. Mountain, yeah. and all those people. So, obviously, we have to take the fact that YouTube now exists too and streamers exist too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, <laughs> if we had all of that at our fingertips the way the modern day kids do now, like getting to watch streamers and getting writing down all the tips and shit like that, man, it would just be unlimited fun. It yeah. would never mm. stop. And that's amazing. that's what I mean. Like some man would come up and he'd, he 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 put posted videos. This is when I was into it during COVID and we were playing. It. He'd post up videos of like check out this gun and I have these attachments to it and it really limits my recoil and all type of stuff. And I was sitting there being like. I wish I had the energy for this. I really <laughs> wish I had the energy for this to like go out, level up that gun, put those attachments on it and go out and wreck people. And I would have had nothing but energy for it at 12 years of age, 13 years of age, you know? Yeah. Oh, summertime. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, Andrew, what's, what else you got on your... Uh, Final Fantasy 14 was a good one. What's your, what's your other one? Is this, is this your top one that you wish you had? This is my it? top one um, and it'll come as no surprise to absolutely anybody. Uh, can I have a guess? Yeah. Eric? No. Oh, no man's sky. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just off the top of my head. It was one of the other. The other it was no one of the other. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Ark would have been. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's it. Takes a lot of the boxes. What I loved as a kid, the dinosaurs and all that kind of stuff. But no man's sky. Just again, I love that game so much, but I just don't have the time for all the new stuff that keeps coming out for it and thing. Um, like the the mission, the new missions come out for it. The just so much content to it that I can't go anywhere near because. I just don't have the time for it. Ah, uh, you'll you'll dip your toes. I'll dip my, no, see the thing is, I'll, I'll dip my toe into it kind of thing. But like these things launch, and like a lot of them have a, a finite window of how long they're they're going for. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I've got work. I get I get back at home. I might if I maybe jump on for an hour. But these things require you to have a specific set amount of time to play it's, them. It's another troubling thing 
um, for people a little bit older, a little, a little bit busier when it comes to those kind of season passes, the Battle Royale season passes, those timed events where you're like, God, this, I, I, I look at all the things I can collect or the skins I can win mm. or yeah. the, the, the ships I could unlock, let's say in No Man's Sky, but I've only got 14 days to do it. And I look at my calendar, oh crap, I've got a wedding, I've got blah, 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 I've got kids to look after, I'm yeah. doing overtime in my job, whereas 15-year-old kids at the summertime being like, well, time to, time to crack open. <laughs> that do it within best. a week. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I remember like, even when I did think the expeditions where the, you could get the Normandy, the ship from Mass Effect, mm-hmm. and I remember doing that and go, oh yeah, no, do that, that's great. And then they're on for six weeks. I remember I went away for two weeks to Galway. Uh, while it was on and it was going oh, that's fine that's great time i got back and kind of checked it in so three weeks left like oh, yeah no worries and then i was getting really sick and couldn't like it just i was migraines and everyone couldn't go anywhere near it um and then forgot about it and jumped back on with maybe about a week left on it i was like oh, i need this ship i really have to get it. So i grinded the absolute hell out of that but i mean it wasn't enjoyable it's you're you're trying to do too much and you're not enjoying the game kind of thing to do. But like again, twelve year old me would have gone, <laughs> Yeah, this is great. Yeah, I'm staying up all night for it's this. It's like me surviving the bear attacks. It doesn't matter how repetitive it is, it's just it's a video game, so I'm in. You yeah. Know? yeah so I don't care how long or how the thing is takes me. <laughs> Headaches? No. That's not gonna stop me. And in terms of uh No Man's Sky, I mean I suppose the game it is now, as opposed to the game that it is uh, that launched, is there is there infinite things to do in No Man's Sky? Is there no ending to No Man's Sky? No, so the game itself is like you can constantly explore, and I was I like I, I'm a huge No Man's Sky fan, but it it does start to get a little tedious. He would think, yeah, there's no every planet is the same biome, so you go to an ice planet, it's just ice. You go to a fire planet, it's just fire. Like there's no, I just know you can't you can't traverse on a single planet a couple of different environments. No, you you can you could literally map out the entire planet. So Earth is still the most awesome planet in the galaxy. Yes, if Earth was in, if Earth were in No Man's Sky, be, I think where everyone would be hanging out, kind of thing. But no, it's like what you could do in this space, like a, a five by five square kilometer grid on any planet No Man's Sky, is what you could do if you've explored the entire planet in No Man's Sky. Mm. Um, but I think it's just the getting the new ships, getting the new parts, getting the new armors, getting the new guns. You can sh- search for all that stuff and spend an eternity looking for all this kind of stuff. Um, and every time you find a cool ship, like you go into the Reddit and there's like the the exchange and stuff where they show you all the different cool ship parts they found and every ship because they're all procedurally generated they're all slightly different and they all add bits for it. So, oh i've got the perfect ship i have the, everything i want oh but that one comes in red and it's the exact same ship it's just a different color so you can spend hours and days and months and just looking for all the stuff you want and even then when you get it all a new expedition comes out it's like i've here we go I, again. here we go again guys my 12 year old <laughs> brain can handle that um what about you, Craig? Have you got... Uh, I, I mean... Oh, there's infinite games to pick from, but I'm just using these primings. And I think Call of Duty in that kind of battle scenario, uh, battle royale scenario would be like the ultimate... Exp- like, I don't think anything could ever top that from my childhood. Interesting. But as well, when... Do you know when you discover a game and <clears> your <throat> friends don't know about it yet mm-hmm. and you get to show off what a game can do yeah. or especially in the multiplayer scenario where they're arriving as fresh players and you're like, come over here, follow me. Look at what you can do. And they're like, <laughs> what? Do you know why like that yeah. kind of yeah, experience? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Andy will know this because Andy, <laughs> <laughs> Andy's usually like balls deep in the game long before we ever discover it. Like, but for that, I'm talking about Monster Hunter World because there it's that go. exact yeah. s- scenario where, like, say, 
like you're going into a hunt and you get three of your mates to join in. They're like, oh, which which uh, weapon should I pick? Like, just pick any of them. They're all great in their own way. And they'd all have loads of different questions, but then we're all in. I'm like, all right, guys, he's ready for a hunt. Hold on, let's get a, uh, a big massive meal off these cats over here. And they'd be like, what, what cats? What are you talking about? I'm like, come on over here. I'll show you a deadly cut. <laughs> Wait, you see you this? Like, there's so many of those great moments in Monster Hunter that you get to show people that are so unique to that game that they wouldn't probably have experienced it elsewhere, especially yeah. when you're 12 years old because... You know, this is graphically a 2017 game back in the 90s. Yeah. Like, so mm. you're going to blow their socks off regardless. But Monster Hunter has just so much more to offer in terms of, like, wacky, cool Japanese shit that they wouldn't have seen. You yeah. know, so, like I said, with the cats or just trying to, like, upgrade your gear, going to the blacksmith, the fact that, like, you can change your outfit or wave to each other and be like, hey, mm. oh, my God, I can see you. Oh, I'm going to chase you. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. And there's just so much of that. But then to actually go in to have the great game play the great combat and just spend and, 10 hours and knowing you can strip that monster of monsters. everything it has and wear it yeah <laughs> and it's go. and like when you say in terms of like discover a game and and show other people you bought monster hunter for the playstation 2 and monster hunter for the playstation oh. 2 was an impossibly difficult game like impossibly hard and then we had or i had a psp andrew you had a psp as well and monster hunter freedom or whatever it might have been came out for the psp and i was like this game is like it's hella fun mm -hmm. a little bit easier i can do things in it and then telling kevin luke about it and then being like is that japanese monster Hunter games any good and i was like oh when did you see this but successfully convincing them the game yeah. just yeah. opens up the door for just so much more they had they had psps they both got monster hunter freedom and then we did this thing where we go down to kevin's family home on roscommon every summer uh for a week and there was one particular summer where we fought the fatalis in an arena there now we're talking psp graphics mm -hmm. but it was the miserable weather so it was like sorry lads you have to stay indoors for a week we're like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> no problem they say but, it like it's bad yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but the idea, because I mean that game was was brilliant, but like it was, you know, it's limited, limited uh, amount of um, weapons. You couldn't do a whole lot when you were fighting. Everything was quite basic. But yeah, the upgrade to Monster Hunter World, like if you could, the fact that you're all in the same arena together fighting it though, yeah, like, yeah. that's yeah, it's just worth its weight in um, gold because so few games could do that. Yeah, especially well, then no, nothing could. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, now, it's only Monster Hunter. It's the way as well that when you're doing, it, especially Monster Hunter World, you say when you're all playing, it's everyone's playstyle is so drastically different. I mean, I walk in with the biggest hammer I can get my hands on and you're aerodynamically dashing through the I sky. I like to fly through the air and call out the names of my attacks. <laughs> yeah, that was... In the, in the Fatalis fight, that was like... Speaking of which, I loved... Um, I was going through some of the, the gallery um, on the PlayStation, go through the Final Fantasy pictures that I had and I came across... The video when we're fighting Fatalis in Monster Hunter World, and it's one of the first times that you hop onto the quest with us, oh. and you've got a—he's got a real large crossbow, and it's the funniest <laughs> thing know. ever. I see that video so many times. We're all, load, I know the one. all loading cannons <clears throat> and waiting, like quietly loading cannons and getting ourselves ready. And I'm my camera's there, and it's looking at the Fatalis, and all I hear is that dunk <laughs> and you fire a crossbow shot, and it hits the Fatalis in the face, and all I do is turn to you, and your your voice just goes. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> like ruined the whole prep of the fight. Like oh, he just so comes funny. over and kills us all yeah. immediately. Like. Yeah. To be fair, I think I ruined enough of those fights as it was that you guys. I was so in. funny. Yeah. Was... But I mean, like that as well. Like I mean, Monster Hunter World was it was a great challenge. We were able to beat the Fatalis, and we went and we you know we did it. Maybe as maybe a kid, not. I'd never been able to do that. But it wouldn't have been about that. It would have just been just trying to clear the game. Yeah. This isn't mm. one of the ones I'd need to play. 
for the entire of the summer, but just a couple of weeks with my mates. And just once we beat the like main boss and we're like, all right, cool, let's get back into Call of Duty. You know, yeah. but up until then, it would be just lots and lots of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just try and get the upgrades, do all the cool moves or just see what it, way everyone fights like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, lots of fun. Lots of fun. And mm. so, I guess it's the modern, the modern version of Monster Hunter World. is just, it's the... I mean, we all talk about Rise being a great game. Monster Hunter World is the epitome of Monster Hunter currently, like, you know. Graphically, for sure, like, you know. And yeah, that and multiplayer experience and stuff yeah. and all the, what you could get, yeah, it's just beautiful. After seeing the very short little snippet of um, Wild, Monster Hunter Wild. Is that what you, it's called? Yeah, yeah. I, so. I didn't realize. Uh, are you excited for when another Monster Hunter Any Monster Hunter 2025? would excite the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely think, getting it. Looking at it, it's, it seems to be the perfect blend of what Rise and what World were doing. Did it, it show much? I thought it was just... No, it was, very, it was a very quick thing, Desert, but it had, like, it showed a mount and it showed you flying. So it already showed, hey, you can get around this level quicker and there's a little bit of verticality to it, mm-hmm. but it still had that kind of the Monster Hunter World, um, you know, aesthetic. big moments. Aesthetic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want my wire bug, you know, I really do. Yeah, I it was it was amazing. And that's, like, that's another thing as well. Like, I threw playing uh, Monster Hunter World with you guys during COVID, like, that was when I had the most amount of time since my childhood mm. to play video games. And even then, there wasn't enough hours in the day for me to, you know, expertly uh, try and figure out how to use any other weapon. I went through the game playing with a certain weapon and was too scared about the time it would take me to master anything else because we were up at, like, the high-level monsters and I was like, I haven't got time for messing around. But as you said, as a 12-year-old kid, it's like, oh, my mates aren't around this evening, so I'm just going to play the game by myself for a little while and practice with this new thing. And that's all I would have done. I would have had all the hours if, like, the lads weren't on that night or went around or I was sick from school. It's like, oh, I'm going to master the sword and shield. The lads are going to be so jealous (laughs) when they see me play again. Like, that kind of stuff would have been amazing. Um. I suppose. Uh, I mean, we've already you can talk more about Final Fantasy Four. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, that's, I, I mean, one of the things that I did want to say about it, in terms, because it is my number one, and mm. it's my number one purely because there is so much content in that game that even now. I don't play it. I know I won't play it. It's one of those things I'd love to play yeah, in my retirement, you know, when I'm old <laughs> and feeble or whatever. Mm. But I sometimes, when I think about it, I get like a little bit of a, like a, what would you say, a little cringe to be like, God, there's so much stuff in that that I never, I never experienced, you know, and that I never probably will experience. Like when we were playing it before, like pre 2016 was probably mm. when we played the most of it. I think when I when I got and finished the first two DLCs in the game. Uh, and we were meeting up, and even like myself, Kevin, Lauren, and you were playing at the time. And we have LAN parties. We'd bring like and a LAN party for that was bringing a monitor and a PlayStation <laughs> all together and hooking up to the internet. But <clears throat> for me, as a as a young kid, I never had like never got into the community, getting online, never had the internet type of thing. But I would have loved that game for me to just get absolutely lost in and to figure out how to be the expert at whatever it was I did. Like I played tank when we played, mm. played, played through that game, and by the time I stopped time we stopped it was when we were getting from like the four man um dungeon crawls to the eight man raids and i had mastered the tank like because every boss is you have to fight it differently and you have to master like your role your responsibility yeah. as the tank is totally different to what the white mage or the dps has to do and i can picture myself moving from like that to like the eight man thing where you have to do like the the primary tank and the secondary tank and each of them has their own things like i can picture myself buying game magazines around that time that would have explained to me the best way to fight Titan as a secondary tank and I would have just been eating that shit up for breakfast (laughs) like you know like how do I get better at this how do I get better at this and the fact that there was just so like the crafting I always like Kev said the most relaxing time he ever had playing video games was he became a master um, weaver 
Like Kev just spent hours. Never <laughs> yeah. got never got far in the game, but like mastered weaving. Just as like, you know, guild things. And you're like, you did guild. You, you, you know, you worked a craft. You had a house. You had a your own group, a free company that you'd set up. and So much in that game that I will never, ever get to experience because I just don't have the time in my and life to do it. And that's the thing as well. Like, I... I think I got the first in that venue. Like I finished Endwalker. I was going to get the new thing. I figured, oh, wait until everyone jumps back on again. Because <laughs> yeah. that was a, a hope in hell that everyone would jump on it again. It was just a pity that Diablo 4 came out at that time and we lost Kevin Niles. Yeah, that was, 4, we just, you know? But um, even that, I mean, like, as far as I get into the game, I mean, like, there was so much that I hadn't even gone near. Entire sections of that game that everyone touched. Yeah. Like, I went off, there was a, the Mandeville quest line, which I don't know if you ever... You showed yeah. it to me in terms of the thing, like, th- and, like that's another thing. Like those side quests that would have unlocked, they would they fun, went on cool things. I know, like, but this like the Mandrel one went, just went on and on and on. I think oh, this is re- I'm really enjoying. It. It's like a kind of noir um, detective thing you're doing, but the main detective is an idiot, and it's just everyone else is picking up the the pieces for him. Kind of like just, and he always comes out seeming like you know I'm so freaking amazing, but it's everyone else on the team is doing all the the legwork for it. But I mean, so much fun, such a nutty kind of humor to it as well but it never ended and you could disappear off on that quest line and realize i've hit the level cap <laughs> still haven't <laughs> i still haven't touched half the had, dungeons like the game had mounts and armor and weapons and the cool thing about it being an mmo was that you'd walk around any kind of, of the main cities and all of the people who were online on your server were there you with know all with shit. all their gear and i'm like where did they get the black chocobo how do i do that <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then my meeting would be the online black chocobo quest where do i find and like i'd go on off and i'd do it and if i was a fucking 15 years of age everything i'd unlock i'd go for it fucking everything <laughs> but it's just so much in that game that you there was so much at the sacrifice it was like well i need to like get to the end of this game and or complete this game or do these quests but even the dungeon runs like the, the hard thing about the game when you're a bit older was that the dungeon runs could be up to an hour and a half long and you could fail them pretty easy mm. So it was this thing of like doing them again and again to ma- like like the fatalis fight like that for us was like what like a twenty five minute half an hour job each and every time we did it mm-hmm. and we do it four or five times <laughs> in an evening. Do you know what I mean? And this had the same kind of vibe where it was like it would take up so much time, but we would just as a kid you just you wouldn't have to stop. You just keep going no, late, that's, late into the night. It's one of those things I remember from as well. And even at the time going like I I can't this thing. There was a an amazing looking dragon mount that you could get. Um, I can't remember if it was from one of the dungeons or if it was from doing the Bahamoth, like the, the coils of Bahamoth, which is like a dun- uh, dungeon thing in itself. It had a 0.01% chance of dropping in any game, but the game had 24 people in it and there was only one of them. Yeah. And, and one, I, I, one person I, 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 would get it from a roll. Maybe. If maybe. It, if it, if it drops. And you're looking at going, what's... And, <laughs> and when that uh, episode of South Park came out with the World of Warcraft uh, thing in it that got me so excited to get back into into playing because <laughs> I was like oh I love these kind of things you know so so funny um, I'll, I'll leave on kind of one other game that I, I would love to have played uh, when I was 13 or 14 only because I'm really struggling to finish it now but I know it's good and I know I want to play it and I know the only reason I can't is because I don't have the time Baldur's Gate 3 yeah ah yeah yeah that I, as a and d game, as a 15-year-old, 14-year-old, I would play the shit out of that. I just brought it down here as a note being like, I wish I could finish this. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I had to back out of like the Act yeah. 2 mm. episode that you guys did when you were reviewing because I was like, I just couldn't get that far. I just didn't have the time because it's a, it's a if you want to experience all the bits and pieces, the game is long. Oh, it's a massive time. Yeah, yeah. into it, you know. Um, but that's a game as a kid as well. I could have seen myself going absolutely ham. It's very adult-orientated though. Like there's like tons and tons of dialogue. Like I definitely think 
like 10 12 year old craig would not enjoy that because that was even interesting back okay. when i yeah. hadn't even heard the dungeons and dragons and the very idea of that would also have bored me mm-hmm. you know so i'm just trying to think like if someone's just going oh our guild should do this and blah blah, blah i'd be like what is like, this guy x x x x x x x where <laughs> like come on where's, come on where's the go. next goblin and fight then, like the, there's no objective marker i had to what i had to figure it out yeah, what? yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. that's true actually yeah my and i think i think that would have been more teenage me would have gotten right into that like you know because yeah. i didn't play dungeons and dragons when i was a kid but i i knew about it and was like mm. oh that's kind of cool i wish i had friends played that and when i got in my <laughs> 20s i was like hey everybody let's play Dungeons and dragons but yeah, yeah that one that one's one of those ones that i there's a serious amount of like literal modern day regret where i'm like i just don't have the time to play through Baldur's gate um <coughs> craig you're gonna say something there what was i i, th- <laughs> I thought you took a, a, a deep breath and you're gonna say something uh, really no, important no no i think like i didn't complete Baldur's gate 3 either but i got to the very very final boss and then went well that's it. <laughs> you, nah. didn't, you didn't beat the boss. I always do that with games, especially for, like the ending Just, of a game is usually terrible. Yes. In these type of things, like Final Fantasy, every Final Fantasy game, the ending is it's, shit. It's the in journey. Baldur's Gate Three. By the time I got to the end, I didn't care anymore because of it had that similar build up of something mad was going down, and I'm yeah. like, I don't really care anymore. You know? I I was like that for years as well. I would get to games and I get to the end and I'm kind of like, I go like, I'm gonna stop playing this now because I don't want this to end, and then I never go back to it. I like because I don't think we we I think we lie to ourselves by saying we don't want it to end. I think it's because we know the next part is gonna suck. Yeah, and <laughs> compared I, to everything else, we could lose some characters that we've like brought up along the way. I'm like, I don't want to do that. No. It's like it's like um uh we the time the book series. It's mm. 14 books long. The book series is amazing. The ending kind of meh and i remember sitting i was in galway with um kev we were like seeing the cliffs of mower and it was in like the airbnb and i was on the end reading the last chapter of the book and i closed it and sat back on the bed and was like huh <laughs> it's taken me two years to read this entire series and i just have uh and like it's that kind of thing yeah bottles gate it's like no 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 this has been a lot of fun and let's not ruin it by having a weird bad ending mm. um I guess we'll leave it there, fellas. What to time our, are we at? We're at 44 minutes. Fuck oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can finally call ourselves a reasonable time. I know we did the last podcast. time, Darren, but that was just the two it of us. It was just the two yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah. We had to, we had to keep it uh, legit. Um, so, yeah, listen, guys, if you are out there and you want to email us and let us know what games that you wish you could have played as a kid that are, you know, more modern, and let us know at the Gift of Game and Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to do a little bit of a post show. I call it The Crossover, our first episode of The Crossover Ooh. on the post show. If you want to check that out, you can go to patreon.com forward that's the gift of gaming and there uh for the cost of a coffee a month there is just there's there are, there are legitimately loads of episode there is at this stage you could go check it out um craig thank you so much for hopping on of course thank andrew you. thank you so much for hopping on no problem at all and uh to our listeners as always and forever keep enjoying the gift that is gaming peace out